Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Ujima Spirit Podcast. I am your host, Tika Taylor. Today's topic is why people don't like you. Yes, we're going to talk about the reasons why people don't like other people. But before we get into why people don't like other people, we're going to discuss why people like people. It's very important for us to find out why people don't like people. Because a lot of people are doing all the wrong things for people not to like them. They're doing all the wrong things. Now, is it necessary for people to like us? Yes and no. Now, people don't have to like you because for many reasons, people may dislike you. Reasons that have nothing to do with you. That's the reason why we can't really worry about people not liking us because of their personal reasons. Now, if people are not liking us because of the bad things we are doing, now that's a whole nother story. Now, we are giving people reasons not to like us, right? A lot of people are in denial. They are in serious denial. They keep saying people don't like them, people don't like them, as if there's no valid reason for people not to like them. (laughs) Now, if you give people valid reason not to like you, then they're not going to like you for a valid reason. Now, you don't have to have people like you, but it's good for people to like you because as human beings, we are social beings. We want to be able to get along with each other, work together, communicate, build, and share. And we can't do that if something is preventing us from liking that individual. Now, if that something is within their control and they're doing something to bring harm or to cause problems, then they can definitely fix that. Now, if that something is innately part of who they are in terms of their biology, their physiology, Their intellect, it's kind of hard to ask people to change things that's part of who they are. As long as that thing is not causing an interference with their communication with other people, is not causing a problem when they are interfacing with other people, then it shouldn't be something to change. Okay, so let's go ahead on and talk about why people like people first before we start talking about why people dislike people. Now, there are many reasons why people like other individuals. Some of these reasons are valid and rational. It's a natural human instinct to be attracted or interested in people who are appealing to us for whatever reason. Now, let's discuss some of these causes. Why people like people. Now, safety and security. Now, an individual feels very safe with this person. There's no perceived threat, detected intimidation, or real danger. There's no need to be defensive, protective, or guarded. There's no reason to prepare for battle or engage in any negativity. Your needs are secure And you feel no sense of deprivation, oppression, or suppression, right? So people like people that they feel safe with, that they have a sense of security, right? Now, if you coming around somebody makes you feel threatened, 
of course you're not going to like that person. If that person is trying to intimidate you in any way, of course you're not going to like that person. If that person is trying to scare you, they're trying to have power and control over you, that person is trying to harm you, of course you're not going to like them. That is part of your natural self-preservation instinct is telling you to stay away from this person because there possibly may be a safety and security issue, right? A lot of people don't understand that. That's the reason why people don't like them because people don't feel safe around them. They don't feel emotionally safe. They don't feel physically safe. They don't feel mentally safe. They don't feel spiritually safe. They don't feel socially safe or financially safe. They feel that if they stay around this person, something bad is going to happen. Something dangerous is going to occur. And when a person feel unsafe and they feel that they're not secure, they're not going to like that individual. And that's a natural thing. That is a natural part of life. You know, we have to listen to our self-preservation instinct. If you're around somebody and you don't know them, you've never seen them a day in your life, and automatically you start feeling unsafe, you start feeling that something is not right, you start seeing certain things that make you feel unsafe. Maybe you see a gun. Maybe you see that person may have a violent temper. Maybe they're being aggressive towards other people. Maybe they're telling other people about what they've done. Maybe they've committed a criminal act. Maybe they, maybe they've hurt somebody or killed somebody. So if you are aware of all that, of course you're not going to feel safe and secure. You're not going to like that person. You're not going to like them because you know that that person may bring you harm. There's the potential for danger with that person. And a lot of people are unaware that they give off those bad vibes, that they're not safe. You know, people are not safe around you. If you're giving off that negative vibe, that negative attitude, that negative demeanor, and people feel unsafe around you, of course, they're not going to like you. They're not going to like you, right? This is something that we need to be completely honest with ourselves. You know, we have to check ourselves. Are we giving out those vibes that we are violent, that we're aggressive, You know, that we are intolerant, that we're very, very demanding, that we're pushy, we're standoffish, we're we're arrogant, we're conceited, we're self-centered, we're selfish. If we put these negative vibes out there, of course, people are not going to like us with good reason, with good reason. So people want to be around people that they feel safe and secure. If anything threatens their safety and security, they're not going to like someone, right? Now, of course, we do have people who may perceive that someone is a threat or someone is intimidating them. In reality, they're not. Now, you can't help it if a person is perceiving you to be a way that you're not without any logical reason, okay? Maybe you are part of a group. And people will stereotype that group. So because you belong to that group, you're automatically put in that category. People may assume that you're a thief, assume that you're a criminal, assume that you're a murderer, assume that you're a rapist, assume that you are an aggressive person. 
simply because you belong to a group. Okay? Or you could be guilty by association because you come from that neighborhood. All right? Because you go to that school. Because you're part of that profession. Because you wear your hair a certain way. Or maybe you wear a particular attire or clothing style. Because of your personal style, they automatically judge you. So we can't help it if people judge us. I mean, that is beyond our control. Because we're not doing anything to give them any indication that we are a threat. That we're going to physically harm them in any way. They are just assuming, guessing based on stereotypes and people's bias or prejudice. There's nothing we can do to change that. If a person don't like you because they're stereotyping you, that is not fair. It's not just, but it is the reality. Sometimes people will judge you, or I should say misjudge you because they're assuming that you're something because you belong to a group. Now we can't change that. We can't stop belonging to that group. Now, sometimes we can. If we belong to a profession, we can get out of that profession. If we belong to a club or sorority or fraternity, we can get out of that. If we belong to a neighborhood gang, we can get out of that, right? But if we belong to a race, we can't get out of our race. If we belong to a gender, we can't get out of our gender, right? If we are... We belong to a nationality because we're born there. We can't change the fact that we were born there. All right. So some things we can't change to please people. We can't make people feel safe and secure because we have something that we cannot change. All right. Something that's really no threat to anybody. Your race is no threat to anybody. Your nationality is no threat to anybody. Your gender is no threat. It's your action. It's your mentality. It's your lifestyle. You're doing things that's going to put people in harm's way, threatening people's safety and security. Then we could say that we have a problem. But if you're not putting people's lives in danger, you're not putting people's safety in harm's way, you're not doing anything to intimidate people, then if someone don't like you for their own personal reasons, there's nothing you can do about that. We're going to move on from that. Right now, people tend to like people that they're comfortable with. This person, for whatever reasons, make that person feel emotionally and mentally very comfortable. There's nothing to make that person feel uneasy, off balance, or concerned. Right? So, people tend to like people that they feel comfortable with. Okay, they have a certain level of comfortability. And usually people who make people feel safe and secure, you know, sometimes because they feel that they are safe, sometimes that can make them feel comfortable simply because they are safe. All right. So people tend to like people or want to be around people that make them feel comfortable. Now, if a person is very friendly and warm and welcoming, they're great hostess, they're great guests. You know, people like to be around people that are happy, people who are positive, people who are, you know, um, they, they, they have or possess good qualities, good characteristics. So these things make people comfortable. Now, on the opposite end, if you are deliberately doing things to make people uncomfortable, people, you know, have to deal with your nasty attitude, your nasty disposition, your disrespectful, you're verbally abusive. 
You have a sense of entitlement. You're arrogant. Now, you can make people feel uncomfortable. A person won't be comfortable. And if a person is not comfortable, they may not like you. Now, you know, a person being uncomfortable is a valid reason for not liking a person. A lot of people don't realize that they're making people uncomfortable deliberately. Deliberately. They're doing things to push people away. They have this look on their face. Their facial expression, their body language, they make people very uncomfortable. They're not very friendly or warm. They don't tell people good morning. They don't greet people. They don't say hi. They don't say good night. They don't say hello. All right. So one of the reasons that people like people is because they're comfortable. And if they feel uncomfortable, that will lead them to dislike people for a valid reason. Now, commonality. Commonality is definitely one of the reasons that people like people. You have something in common with this individual. You have an identical or similar values, personal style, characteristic, traits, personality, hobbies, or mentality. You can identify the similarities. You know, you may have similar backgrounds, cultural practices, economic class, racial, ethnic groups, and nationality. People tend to like people that they have something in common with. Okay? They feel comfortable. They feel safe and secure with people that they have something in common with. They can connect with that person. They can identify with that person. They can relate to that person. And that makes that person likable. All right? That's just the way it is. Human nature. We tend to gravitate towards people that we feel that we have something in common with them. It may be something internally we have in common with them or something that we externally have in common with them, right? It's very important that we identify our commonalities, our common grounds, because then we can find something to relate, connect, or some way to be able to build together and share. Okay, a lot of people are very shy. They don't really want to get to know other people. But one of the ways that you could break out your shyness is find a point of commonality. That person may have a similar habit that you have. They may have a similar hobby or practice. And most people who start conversations usually do so based on some type of commonality. If you're sitting there looking at somebody and they're looking at you and y'all don't have nothing to say, look for something in common. Maybe you are wearing the same designer clothes. You could talk about that. You have something in common. Y'all like that. Y'all have the same taste in clothes. Maybe you all have the same hairstyle or similar hairstyle. Maybe y'all belong to the same profession, to the same racial groups or ethnic group. Maybe y'all speak similar languages. All right. Maybe you, you have the same education. Maybe you came from the same neighborhood, okay? Everybody, there's something that you can find that you have in common. If nothing, you all are both human, okay? Maybe you are parents. Maybe you are single. Maybe you're married. Maybe you're divorced, all right? Now, looking at someone, you won't be able to tell all that unless you're looking for a wedding ring, all right? Some people are married and they don't wear wedding rings, all right? So, but talk about liking people, people tend to like people they have something in common with. So when you meet people, have conversations that you could reveal certain things about yourself, maybe that person may have something in common with you, but they won't know until you share that information. 
right? It's very important. Now, people tend to not like people that they feel are very, very different from them because they feel like they won't have any common grounds. Like I said, we're human beings, so that's a common ground, okay? Or you could identify with your biological sex. We both are males or we both are females, right? I mean, you could identify with a lot of things, all right? But sometimes people judge people based on appearance and they think that, oh, I don't have nothing in common with that person. I have nothing in common with that person. And that's not true. You'll be surprised when you start talking to people and find out what things you all have in common. You'll be surprised. You could have similar religious belief or spiritual beliefs. You may have similar political ideologies, You know, both of y'all may want to volunteer somewhere. You may be creative, have the same artistic abilities. You know how to draw, you know how to sing, you know how to dance. All right. You may like similar sports, right? So it's very important that we have open communication and we'll talk about communication more in a minute. You know, now we're talking about commonality. People like people who have a lot in common with them. But if you try to act like you're so different from everybody, you're trying to act like you're so superior, you're so much better and that you're just above everybody. Of course, people don't like you. People are not going to like you if you're arrogant. You know, you're bragging about yourself all the time. You might, you're trying to make it seem like everybody is just on the floor and you're in heaven somewhere. You make it seem as if you're the privileged one and everybody is beneath you. Of course, people are going to think that they have nothing in common with you because nobody wants to be like you. If you're a nasty, mean, cruel person, nobody wants to be like you. Nobody wants to think that they have anything in common with you. Everybody is going to be repelled by you. The good people, the bad people may like you because y'all may have some things in common, right? So commonality is definitely one of the reasons that people like people or dislike people, right? Continuing, mannerism. Mannerism. You like the distinctive ways, gestures, behaviors, and attitudes of this person. Their body language, their speech pattern, facial expression, and physical reactions are appealing to you. These individuals, you know, you like their custom, their habits, their ways, their gestures. You know, these things may fascinate you and cause you to want to get to know them, right? So mannerism, a lot of people like people because they have favorable or agreeable mannerisms. The mannerisms are welcoming are appealing. They're they're interesting to the the person. And that's what makes the person want to know the person. And that's what makes the person take interest. They like that person and they want to get to know them more. They have good mannerisms. I mean, there is no good or bad mannerism. It all depends on the individual. Some people like mannerisms that may be classified as bad. Okay. Maybe someone has a mannerism of eating with their mouth open. And somebody in their culture may think that's the worst thing that can happen. And they may not like that. In another culture, that may be a way of life. And people like that. Right? Some people have a mannerism that when they speak to people, they have to get up in your face, close and personal. Some people may like that. I like that. Some other people may like, no, I don't like nobody in my face. All right? So mannerisms are very subjective. Some people can like certain mannerisms. Some people could dislike certain mannerisms. All right? So people can like people who they, you know, can 
can associate or they can relate to the mannerism that they share. Maybe it's a cultural mannerism. Maybe it's a religious mannerism or maybe it's a family mannerism that they like. Other people may be repelled by that and they don't want nothing to do with the person. Right now, some people may like to shake people's hand. That's their mannerism. Some people like to give people hugs. And, you know, some people may like the hugs and some people may prefer the handshake. All right. So, again, mannerisms are very subjective. Depends on your culture. Depends on your religion. Be based on your nationality. Based on your family history. Everybody's going to have different set of mannerism. But mannerism distinguish people from, from, from each other. Everybody may have a different distinctive way. Gesture, behavior, and attitude is totally different. All right. Some people have mannerisms that are basically unique to them. You don't see that nowhere else. They 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 um they uh, cross their legs a certain way. They walk a certain way. They talk a certain way. You know, they have their own personal style in a way that a combination where you 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 really don't really see that combination, right? So people can really like certain people simply because of their mannerism. And people could dislike people because of their mannerism as well, right? Now, personality traits. Now, these individuals possess specific personality traits and characteristics. You know, people just like people's personality. Okay, they like how these people think feel and behave on an ongoing basis. Okay. Personality trait is not something that you're going to have one or two times. This is something that you're going to have all the time because that is part of who you are. That's part of your personality. You know, some people have very agreeable personalities. You know, they're very charming. They're very charismatic. They're very honest. They're responsible. They're intelligent, trustworthy. They're very understanding, sympathetic, reliable, they're persistent, they're patient, mindful, independent, empathetic, open-minded, they're very helpful. Some people are very creative in their personalities, they're very courageous, they're determined, right? So we could talk about personality traits from here to eternity because there are so many, there are hundreds of different personality traits, a different combinations of personality traits. And so people are going to like some personality traits and they're not going to like others. I mean, that's just common sense. It depends on your cultural background, depends on your religious background, depends on your family background and your personal preference. Some people prefer people who are loud. You know, some people like people who are exciting. Some people like people who are passionate. Some people like people who are passive. Some people like people who are quiet. You know, all those traits are very subjective. There's no good or bad personality traits. Now, a personality trait could be bad if it's causing people harm. If you have a personality trait that you tend to lie, of course, that's bad because nobody can trust you. Nobody can't depend on you because you're a liar. All right, because that's not a good personality trait. If you're a procrastinator, nobody really want to be around you because you don't want to do nothing. All right. So, yeah, some people can like you for certain personality traits and they can also dislike you for certain other personality traits. So it's very subjective. All right. It all depends on the individual, what they like, what their preferences are. Right. There's no good or bad personality traits unless that personality trait is causing harm to yourself or other people. 
But again, keep in mind, there are certain types of personality traits that are universally agreeable that most people are going to like. And usually these are the people who are very warm, friendly, and affectionate, right? Of course, there are limitations. Sometimes people don't want people to be too warm, too friendly, or too affectionate. It all depends on the society, depends on the family, depends on the culture, depends on the nationality, depends on the history, depends on a lot of things. Why some people prefer certain personality traits, why some people reject certain personality traits. But definitely personality is one of the reasons why people can like certain people or dislike certain people, right? Now, obviously, some people have a very disagreeable personality. They're very difficult to get along with. They're very, very, very difficult to get along with. Now, again, it's very subjective, okay? A person may be very disagreeable to one person, and that person may be perfect for the other person. It all depends on the individual. But we do have some universal positive personality traits that most people on this planet welcome, they appreciate, and they like it right? So we have to keep that in mind. So if you have a disagreeable personality, you may have to check yourself because if you're argumentative, you always fussing with people, you always trying to personally attack people, then nobody really want to be around you. And we can understand why they don't like you. I mean, that's understandable, right? Continuing. Sociable. People tend to like people who are sociable. These individuals display pleasant or positive personality traits that make them more friendlier and agreeable. This person make others comfortable because they're pleasant and people enjoy being around them. All right. A sociable person. Most people like being around a sociable person. Let's talk about the traits of a, of a sociable person. A lot of people don't know what to do to be sociable, right? Let's talk about it. Now, positive mindset. Now, if you're a sociable person, you have a positive mindset. You have a good perspective of the world. You have a good perspective of people. You're very optimistic, believing in the goodness of humanity. Even though you know negative things can happen, negative situations will happen, you understand that. But for the most part, you have a very positive mindset. You have a very good balanced perspective of the world and people. And people can see that when they approach you. You're sociable, okay? You're expecting the best. You're not thinking of the worst. You're not thinking you're going to be attacked. You're going to be harmed. There's no evidence. There is no, nothing at all to give you an indication of that. You're not going to assume that. You're going to keep your positive outlook no matter what until proven otherwise. All right, another trait of being sociable is positive attitude. There's no negativity. There's no suspicious you know, attitude, no hostility. You're not standoffish. You're not closed-minded. You have a very positive attitude. And people tend to like people who have a positive attitude. No matter what's going on, you don't just assume that everything is bad and everything is always going to be bad. Nothing's going to change. Everybody is bad. Everybody's deceitful. Everybody's a thug. Everybody's out to hurt you. Everybody's out to get you. You don't see the world in such a pessimistic way, right? And people like that. Now, if you do see the world in a pessimistic way, you have a negative attitude and a negative mindset, of course, people are not going to like you. Unless 
that person thinks the way you do, unless they're negative themselves. Now, birds of a feather flock together, like they say. If you're a negative-minded person, you're going to attract other negative-minded people. And they're going to want to be around you because you make them comfortable. You make them feel safe. You're familiar. Y'all have commonality. Y'all have something in common. They like your mannerism because your mannerism may be their mannerism as well. Right? So we really have to think about how we present ourselves to other people. If we present ourselves to be positive, then we're more likely to be liked. Right? Now, friendly behavior. What is friendly behavior? Willingness to help others. Being polite and kind welcoming and greeting others, pleasant disposition, being patient and understanding. That's a friendly behavior. Friendly behavior. Again, certain cultures, people are taught not to be friendly because people are very suspicious of each other. They think that everybody's out to get them. Now, if we live in that doggy dog world, you know, the survival of the fittest mindset, yeah, we're going to be suspicious of everybody. We're not going to be friendly We're not going to be warm. We're not going to be positive. We're not going to be very receptive. All right. But these are the qualities that make people like people in a healthy environment. Right. Now, if you live in a crazy environment and you live in a dysfunctional environment, these things will be seen as a weakness. Instead of a strength, these things will be looked down upon. You know, in a doggy dog environment where people are just attacking each other, people are trying to survive it at any means, any cost, they're not going to be positive. They're going to have this very pessimistic mindset, this very parasitic, predatorial mindset, and they're going to be out to get all the good people. In that type of environment, obviously, you can't be smiling all the time and and being warm and friendly because they're going to constantly come after you and attack you because that is not that environment. That environment is not conducive for positivity because it is all negativity. Now, being respectful, basically valuing others because of their humanity, treating them with high regards and high esteem, knowing their worth as people, honoring their human rights. Right. Now, people tend to like people who are respectful. If you're respectful, you're kind, people will tend to like you. But if you're rude and you're disrespectful, and we're going to talk about rudeness in a minute. Now, most good people are not going to like you because they're not rude. Now, other rude people may like you because you're familiar, you're comfortable, and you make them feel safe and secure. You make them feel at home. So, yeah, other people are going to like you who are rude like you. All right? Now, confident. Confident with self-esteem. All right? A person with high confidence, with high self-esteem, make people feel comfortable. Make people approach them to talk to them because they seem very self-confident, right? When people see you and you're self-confident, you're not arrogant because arrogant is not something good. Arrogant is something bad. When you're just inflating your ego, trying to make yourself bigger than life because deep inside you do, you do feel less than and not good enough. That's arrogant. When you're trying to make yourself something you're not just to make yourself look good. All right. You're not trying to change inside. You're, you know, you're trying to change on the outside to make yourself look bigger than life. So being arrogant is not a good thing. Now being confident is a good thing. 
Confident is grounded in positivity. You just have high self-esteem. You have high self-worth. You believe in yourself. And you're comfortable in your own skin. And you're not asking anybody for anything. You're just doing what you got to do. Now, that will definitely draw people to you. When you're a confident person, people will have respect and admiration for you. That's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's a great thing. Right? Now, good communication. All right? A person is likable when they have good communication. When you speak to someone, you say good morning, and they say good morning. I mean, that is definitely inspirational. Right? That makes you want to talk more to that individual. You're not going to just shut down and don't say nothing because they know how to communicate. So let's talk about how do we communicate. You know, good communication will make someone like you. All right? Knowing how to speak to others respectively and effectively. It's very important that you know how to speak with respect. You're not talking down to anybody. You're not engaged in any type of verbal abuse. No verbal abuse of any kind. You're not using no profanity or curse words. No loud talking or screaming. A lot of people think, though, that's just the way I talk. That's just the way I, that's just the way I relate to people. No, if you just met somebody and you're screaming at the top of your lungs, do you think that person is going to like you? No, they're not. All right, if you just met someone and you're using profanity every five seconds, do you think that person's gonna like you? No, you're gonna may most likely you're gonna offend them, scare them, intimidate them, or push them away. All right, so uh, no bad language. All right, no matter what the language may be, depends on the culture, depends on the neighborhood, based on where you are, you have to judge what is bad language usage. Basically, bad language is negative talk. Stop the negative talk. You know, if you're around people, be positive. Speak positive things. Don't always talk about bad things. People don't want to talk to you. People don't like you if you keep always bringing up all the negativity in the world. You want to talk down to people. You want to act like you're the only one that's important or special. No one's going to like you. Okay? Now, no aggressive tones. Nobody wants to be around people who are aggressive. No degrading comments or statements. No inappropriate topics. If you just met someone, there's no need for you to get personal, intimate, telling them about your sex life. You know, you don't need to talk politics with a person or be racist or sexist. That is definitely a turnoff. No constant interruption and allow others to finish expressing themselves or finish their sentence. Paying attention, focus on them when talking. When you're talking to people, you have to look at them in the eye if it's culturally appropriate or just pay attention to what they're saying. Give them some feedback. Let them know that you're listening carefully to what they have to say. Okay? No talking too fast. When you're talking too fast, people can't understand what you're saying. So if you are practicing effective communication with others, you need to slow your speech down, not too slow, Talk normal. Normal is average, not too fast, not too slow. And uh, so they can understand you. No offensive jokes or humor. You just met somebody, you're sitting there telling them offensive jokes and humor. Nobody's going to want to talk to you. Nobody's going to want to be around you. People are not going to like you if you're not practicing good communication. 
right? Now let's talk about the rudeness, right? Now, if you're rude, definitely nobody wants to associate with you. Nobody's nobody's gonna like you if you're a rude person. You're intentionally rude. Okay, what, what does that look like? Making people feel bad about not knowing something. All right, somebody was, oh, you didn't know that? You're being rude. Offering an opinion without being asked. Sometimes, you know, people just put in their two cents. They want to tell people what they think or tell people what to do when no one asks them their opinion. Taking credit for the work of others. That's being rude. All right. Constantly changing plans or canceling plans at the last minute. That makes you unreliable, inconsiderate and selfish. Nobody wants to deal with you. Don't keep your words or promise. Ignoring your friends or companion to speak on the phone. Texting while having a conversation. Constantly checking your phone while you are out with others. These things are rude. Not listening or paying attention during social interaction. Being dismissive of people, not listening, not acknowledging them. You're not acknowledging them. You know, they're there with you. Acknowledge their presence. Acknowledge their contribution. Acknowledge their lifestyle. Stop ignoring their concerns or needs. Right? That's very rude for you not to pay people attention. You might as well not have them around you if you're not going to pay them attention. Another concern is not introducing people that walk in while you're having a conversation with somebody else. You don't even say, excuse me, this is my friend. This is so-and-so. You just ignore the other person and just start talking to this new person that just walked in. That's rude. Taking out your negative feelings out on others. That's rude. Talking bad or belittling others during a conversation. Nobody wants to hear someone talk bad about somebody else in the middle of a conversation because if you're talking bad about someone else now that person is going to assume that you're going to talk bad about them so that's being rude call you know you're always criticizing other people always pointing out their flaws their weakness or their vice you're always gossiping about other people you know i mean that's not cool that's rude Asking personal intimate details about people's private life. Making people feel uncomfortable or infringing on their privacy. That's rude. Litter. Throwing trash on the floor, the grass, the river, the, you know, anything outside. You know, instead of you putting it in a garbage can. That's rude. Shaming or humiliating other people. That's rude. Make others look bad while acting like you're innocent. Definitely, that's rude. Refusal to recognize, value, acknowledge the work of others. Being insensitive and constantly finding fault. Nobody wants to deal with you. Why would anybody want to deal with someone like that? Very important that we change our ways because people are not going to like you. If you're a rude person, you're giving people reason not to like you. That's just the bottom line. Right now, let's talk about another reason why people don't like certain people. Very important. These these things are very important. We have to be aware of them so we don't practice them. That's just the bottom line. That's the purpose of me doing this podcast for us to bring light, to shed light to all these negative behaviors so people can stop. All right. Now, patronizing. 
This is a serious problem. Patronizing, treating someone with kindness, but doing so for the wrong reasons in a convert way. All right? You, you're trying to be nice to someone, but you're really trying to insult them. You're really trying to attack them or make them feel bad in a covert way. They don't know that's what you're doing. All right? So let's talk about patronizing. You know, you you act like you feel sorry for somebody, not because you really care about them, but because you think that they're less than you or you think that something is wrong with them. Feeling superior or better than somebody else or you patron, you're talking to them, but you have this air of arrogance or you have this air of superiority, like you're so much better. You know, you're talking down to that person right? Your kindness is seen as a favor, but really it's not a favor. You're really trying to sabotage that person. You're really trying to degrade or put them down. Now thinking the person is beneath you or inferior or not good enough. Treating someone like a child and being paternalistic. Okay. You're, you're parenting a person because you think they're not capable of doing something for themselves. You think that they're childlike or they're immature or they're stupid or they're dumb. That's the reason why you're choosing to do something for a person and you acting like you're their parent, like you're their father. You're being paternalistic, not in a good way that you're trying to help, but you're trying to show them that they're not good enough to do for themselves. And that is being patronizing. Let's get some examples. Mothering someone who is an adult without their permission because you perceive them to be incapable or incompetent. That is an example. Oh, let me do that for you, darling. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're doing. Let me do that for you. You know, it may sound like that person care, but in reality, they're being patronizing because they're putting you down when they act like they're trying to help you. All right. Another example. I act like they know what's best for you because you don't have the mental capacity to understand what's going on. All right? These are the people who patronize people. They act like you don't know what's happening. Oh, let, oh, let me uh, let me order for you. You don't you don't know how to order in this restaurant. They automatically assume that they have the upper hand and, and they can do something better than you can. They know what's best for you, okay? Pretending to know you better than you know yourself. They love to say, I know you. I know you. I know you don't know better. Or I know that you don't have enough sense. Or I know you don't have this. I know you don't have that. So that is being patronizing. It is not something that's good. It's very degrading and is very, very disrespectful to do that. So people don't like people who are patronizing. Why should they? If you're patronizing, you give people reason not to like you. Who wants to be around a person who's patronizing? I mean, there's nothing good that comes from that. All right, continuing. Let's look at condescending. What is condescending? Some people confuse patronizing with condescending. They both have similar meanings, but they also are different. Now, condescending, being direct and committing overt acts to degrade, humiliate, and disrespect someone because you believe that they are inferior, stupid, or dumb. Okay? So, patronizing is something that's done on a 
download. It's on a covert level. The person don't know what you're doing. But when you're condescending, you're being direct. You're not hiding it. You're being overt with it. All right. Now, what are the what are the, the signs that a person is being condescending? Being offensive and insulting to others. They're deliberately trying to offend you. They're deliberately trying to degrade you. Deliberately trying to put you down. That is being condescending. They're, they're uh, thinking that they're better than you, but have no merit to show it. Now, these people are being condescending. They talk to you like you're stupid, but there's no proof that they're not stupid. They're talking to you like you dumb, but they're not doing anything to prove that they have a higher intelligence than you. They're talking to you like you ain't got nothing, but they're not showing you what they have. All right. So that's a person that's being condescending, making people feel bad for not knowing, understanding or complying. They always want to play like they have the power and authority to tell people what to do. These are some really stupid people. Stupid mean that they're foolish. They're not thinking clearly. They're not being rational, being judgmental and correcting others in a negative way. People who are condescending love to judge people. They love to tell you what to do, tell you what you're doing wrong, tell you how can you can make it better. Always in your business, not because they really care about you, but because they want to put you down and point to you how, how silly and foolish you are. Assuming they know everything in an arrogant way. You can't tell people who are condescending nothing. Because they think that they're smarter than you, that they're better than you. So you have nothing that they want to hear. All right. Those are condescending. Let's give examples of people being condescending. Question people's intelligence. They question people's education level and experience. They're the ones who are always questioning. Oh, did you get a degree? Did you finish school? What did you major in again? These are the people who are always trying to question your intelligence and your competency. Now, that's a, how, how, did you, how did you know that? They always question how do you know something, questioning your intelligence or your understanding. Do you understand? It may be hard for you to get it. All right, they'll tell you that. These are some of the things that people are condescending will say. Do you want me to spell it out for you? All right, can you even read? These are the things that they say. They're, they're being offensive and insulting other people. You don't know anything about that, my dear. And sometimes they'll call you my dear because they're looking down on you. They don't want to give you respect and call you by your first name or your title. Because they think that you're not worthy of anything. That you're stupid and you're dumb and you're less than so they call you my dear. All right, These are condescending people. All right. Can you even read? They're questioning your literacy. You don't know anything about that, my dear. Where did you get that clothes from? And what neighborhood do you live in? Oh, is that an expensive chair? Or what's that? Okay, they're always trying to insult people, belittle them, criticize them. All right. Another saying, you want me to buy one for you? After you give them a compliment, you can say, oh, that's a beautiful dress. And they'll say, you want me to buy one for you? As if you're so broke and so poor that you need them to buy something for you. Now, they're being condescending. They're judging you. They're looking down on you. All right. Bragging about what they own or they possess. 
They love to do that. Being competitive to prove themselves. Always comparing themselves to others who are less fortunate than they are because they're trying to prove that they're better. Okay? Having a monologue instead of a dialogue. These people cannot have a dialogue. They cannot talk to other people. They just can't do it. They cannot talk to other people. They have to talk down. And they end up talking all by themselves. That's where that monologue will come in. You know, they could be talking for 15, 20, 30, 40 minutes all by themselves because they just expect people to listen. They don't expect to allow other people to talk. They don't give you the opportunity to even give your feedback, to give your opinion, to give your views because they don't care about your views. All right. So we can clearly see how some people can be very disagreeable, how some people can be very, very annoying and rude and disrespectful. Now, because of that, of course, people are not going to like them. That's just the bottom line. People are not going to like them. How do they expect people to like them when they're acting these way, these, this way? How, how? If you're acting this way, how do you expect people to like you? All right. Again, we don't always have to have everyone like us. I mean, everyone is not going to like us for the many reasons that we just discussed. A lot of people are not going to like certain people and it's okay. Now, But if you're doing something that's offensive, something that's wrong, something that's problematic, then yeah, you need to change your behavior. That's just the bottom line. You can't just say, oh, people don't like you just because they don't like you. People don't like you because you're exhibiting negative behavior. You're doing things that make no sense. You're creating conflicts and you know, difficulties for people. You're disagreeable. You just want to disagree just to disagree, not because you have a valid reason. So it's very important that we check ourselves when we're talking to people, when we're relating to people, we're connecting to people. We have to make sure that we're not doing things that would put us in the category of being disagreeable of being unsociable. We don't want to do anything to make people feel unsafe, to make people feel that they don't have a sense of security, make make people feel that any minute something bad is going to happen, that doom and gloom scenario is going to be prevalent. It's very important that we are aware of that so we can do what it is that we have to do. You know, and that just be a good human being. Be a good human being with good qualities and good traits. That's what we're striving to do, right? But some people, they get in that state when they, where they don't care anymore. They don't care about what people think. They don't care about how they may affect other people's feelings or emotions. They don't care if, it, if, if people get hurt. They just want what they want. And these are the selfish people. These are the greedy people. These are the people that we need to get away from. These are the people that we don't need to talk to at all because they're negative. Every time we take a step forward, they pull us a step back. Every time we try to evolve, they make us go back and devolve. 
right? So we have to be very mindful of the people that we have in our lives. We have to be very mindful because these people could be negatively influencing us to be like them. If they're bad, then they're going to make us bad. If they're mean, they may influence us to be mean. If they're inconsiderate, they may influence us, us to be inconsiderate. If they don't have no patience, maybe they're going to encourage us to be impatient. If they don't have no morals and no values or good ethics, they're going to encourage us not to have good ones as well. So that's why that we really, really do need to pay attention when someone say they don't like somebody. Don't automatically judge that person. Get to know them for yourself to find out what's going on because them not liking that individual could be something personal. It's not something that's universal. Okay? When you don't like somebody for something personal, that is your personal reason. You know, it's not something that's universal. If a person didn't do anything to make you not like them, they didn't have any type of personal conflict with you, there's no difficulties, there's no abuse, there's no dysfunctional behavior, there's mutual respect. So why, you know, why, why would they not like you? You know, if a person is doing all that, I mean, they're doing it to be like, you know, but they doing it because they want to get along with people. They doing it because they want to build with other people. They want to share with other people and they don't want to be known as someone who is disagreeable, someone who is hurtful, someone who is just not a warm person. All right. So it's very important that we do our checklist to find out where we are in our lives. Every week, every two weeks, every month, however you want to set that up, you have to start looking to see if you have some of these qualities that we just spoke about tonight. Let's, you know, we can do a recap. If if you all don't remember, we got to think about these characteristics that if we have them, we are more likely to be likable. If we don't have them, we're more likely to be unattractive okay people won't be interested in us people don't want nothing to do with us because of these behaviors all right so we're gonna go ahead on and do a quick quick recap people tend to like people that they feel safe and secure with people tend to like people that they feel comfortable with They tend to like people that they're familiar with. They have some sense of familiarity, even if they never met the person before, but they feel like they know the person because most likely they have some type of commonality. They have something in common, right? People like people's mannerisms. They like people's personality traits. They like the fact that people are sociable. They like the fact that people have great communication skills. They they like people who are not rude. They like people who are not patronizing or condescending. It's very important that we understand that so we will make ourselves better people. Not because we're trying to get people to like us, but we just want to be better human beings. We want to be able to work with others cooperate with them, build with them, share with them, laugh with them, be happy, be at peace together. That is the purpose of having all these great qualities, 
All right. And if you don't have these qualities, then you're more likely or most likely to be disliked. All right. And if you're disliked, you could create problems for other people. Okay. That problem could be in your family. It can manifest in your family. It can manifest in your friendships and your romantic and your um, intimate relationships. You can have problems with your neighbors, problem with your acquaintance or your associates, people you just met. If you have a nasty disposition, if you're not a likable person, then most likely there may be some valid reasons why people don't like you. So it's very important to check yourself. That was This is the purpose of this podcast, to see if you have these undesirable traits. And if you do, you need to work on yourself. Now, how do people get these undesirable traits? Now, unfortunately, we are creatures of habits. You know, we learn from our environments. Okay, the majority of things that we come to know as human beings, we were taught. So a lot of people have picked up some really bad habits. Maybe they picked up these habits growing up in their household. Maybe their family members were not likable. You know, maybe people disliked them. Maybe they were rude and, you know, they didn't know how to communicate and they weren't friendly. They weren't sociable. They weren't cooperative. You know, they weren't trying to work with other people. So definitely, you know, it's a lot of learned behavior. And we just have to take a personal assessment and find out the areas that we need to work on and work on changing them. Because we definitely can change. It's not a problem. We're not changing just to get along with people, but we're changing so we could be better people. I'm going to reiterate that again and again. We're not changing to please other people. We're changing to be better people. Right? And we learn things that are not necessarily good for us. As human beings, since we learn the majority of the things that we know, sometimes people teach us things that are bad. People like adults when we were kids. You know, we have um, our peers. They teach us things. People that we associate with, our friends, they teach us things. Sometimes we pick up bad habits from other people and we don't even know it. We pick up bad habits from the environment that we live in, places that we go. Wherever we spend the majority of our time, you know, those places tend to influence us. They mold and shape us. All right. So it's very important that you don't go to certain places if you don't want to pick up certain bad habits. You don't want to establish negative patterns. It's very important not to have negative ideas. So some of these places just don't go because after a while, they're going to have an impact. Those places are going to have an impact on your personality, on your disposition, on your personal style. They're going to affect your mannerism. They're going to affect you in every possible way. All right. So if you want to get better because you want to get better, not because you're trying to please people, because again, you can't please everybody, can't please everybody, but you know, if people dislike you because of a real valid reason, you know it, unless you're in denial, you know exactly why people don't like you. And you may know exactly why people do like you. All right. So it's all about doing the work to get yourself in a place where you could just be a better quality people, a big, uh, you can be a better quality person. Thank you.